Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, ancient, A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Yo, welcome to the game. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, thank you for having me on, man. How excited are you right now? I gotta know. I it's just, I can't even say words. I'm losing my mind, actually, to be honest. Yeah. So uh, which was great too, because uh Disney dropped the episodes last night. It did, they dropped How them cool. early. So uh the listeners, the viewers that tuned this interview, they'll they can see you in Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Uh yeah, I mean it's like what's been going on for you not right now for the last 24 hours? It's been actually it's been hectic. Um, in the last 24 hours, I went to a screening of Percy where I got to see all the fans. I got to see all the fans in person, which was awesome. We went to a Percy screening, had dinner with the cast, woke up, got text from the cast asking if they wanted to hang out. We're trying to, we're still in the midst of planning the hang sesh right now, but I'm like, guys, like we busy, we have stuff to do. <laughs> like, it's fine. We'll just come to the house. We'll be quiet. I'm like, okay, come over. <laughs> that's awesome so we're going to jump into the show in a few minutes too but you know i was doing some research on it and everything and i like how you've done a little bit of everything you've done songwriting dancer acting what first how did you decide to get into all this and what's next on your bucket list i gotta know honestly it was my dad to be honest it was my dad and my mom my dad was an actor when he was younger and um they had me and he pause to help my mom open a dental practice and uh when I was born they were like well we can just put her in it. if she doesn't like it she can quit mm. and I stuck with it here I am yeah I've always just been very since I could form sentences it's the arts that has been like my main main focus so it's kind of just destiny I guess <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite thing out of all the things you've done out of Percy out of everything I've done this has been the most yeah. grandiose epic larger than life project that I've ever been a part of. And it's been amazing to be able to experience it. What about for like, uh, between like, you know, you've except mentioned you've done the acting, the singing, the dancing, like what's like, what's your favorite project when you, whatever you get booked for something for one of those type of things. Um, man, I love it all equally. I really, mm. really do. It's like, I was actually talking to, um, what's it called? My friend Elijah about this earlier today. It's just acting there's a form of expression that comes with the art that you can't get anywhere else. And it's the same deal for singing and dancing and writing it all. They have their own little thing. So I, I can't pick a favorite. They're all, they're, they're all my babies. Yeah. You, you mentioned how uh, your father was in the industry and everything too. Uh, do you go up to him for advice most of the time? Honestly, some I probably should go up to him for advice more often, but no, my dad has always kind of just let me, figure things out and like do my own thing. Like he'll put his little two cents razzle dazzle in there sometimes. Yeah. Uh, he's always been the type that's like, you got it, figure it out. You're smart. I'm like, okay. Mm. <laughs> How about when you're prepping for a role or for a certain audition, do you ask for him for advice or do you like go watch like some other material out there to get an idea how you want to play a character? It definitely depends on the project. Um, If it's something that already has things out, I'll, I'll go and watch um, episodes or a little bit of the project that's already out um, with something like Percy you'll I'll go into the fandom of it and read the book and everything as much as I can of it at least before the audition uh, it really it's a case-by-case case type of thing for mm. sure 
for sure. But when it comes to my dad, I read lines with him, but <laughs> I don't know. I feel bad. Sometimes it's kind of, he's like, kind of like corny with it. He's like, yeah, but you need to do it like this. And I probably should take the <laughs> advice, but I don't. <laughs> it's amazing. So uh, yeah, let's jump into Percy now. Let's hear about your audition for this. How did this happen? It was a crazy, crazy process, actually. Not crazy because of the production crazy because of where I was in the world it was a mm. I had just finished filming are you pretty the dark shout out JT building shout out Nickelodeon but oops never mind Ugh, mistake anyways <laughs> um I uh had just finished filming are you afraid of the dark and my mom during when COVID happened I'm half Persian so when COVID happened my mom's like I think I want to move back home I think I want to move back to Iran I was like okay mm. so I spend six months in Iran and six months in the U.S. and so I had just finished filming Are You Afraid of the Dark? And we were in LA trying to get everything ready to go for um, going back to Iran. And um, while I was shooting that show, one of my friends had gotten an audition for um, Percy Jackson. And I was reading lines with them while they were taping. And I was like, hmm, this would be really cool to do. But it's Greek mythology. Like, I don't think I'm going to get an audition for it. But like, hey, you know. And then I get to LA and in my inbox, there's an audition for Percy Jackson and the Olympians. I'm like, me, are you sure? <laughs> but I did the audition and don't hear back from me. I feel like it was about like a month and a half and I get to Iran and they're like, you have a call back with the director and the writer. No big deal. You just, no big deal. You just have a call back with those people. And I was like, whoa. So I talk with my acting coach. I'm like, what can I do to make myself stand out? This is like a big deal because right. I knew about the books because of my cousins. My They were like 12, 13 when the books originally came out. And so like, I knew everything about the books. And my coach was like, well, you could always do some like choreography. You could do some like stunts. Mm. Do you have anything similar to that of a spear? And I was like, trying to think. And then I look to my little like recording booth, like my little area, like where I make my music in my room. And I'm like, mm. so I take apart my mic stand and I put tin foil on the end of my mic stand and make like an electric like looking tip. Yeah. And it's callback. I was like psh, 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 trying to do like some fake choreography. It probably looks crazy. And then, then I ended up smashing my computer oh, in gosh. the audition. But hey, it got me here. So it's all that matters. <laughs> Did yeah. you originally go for this role for the Clarice role? Yeah, it was always for Clarice. Wow. What was the description you were given to this character? It was given, Clarice is, I actually can't remember. I think it was something along the lines of, uh, Clarice is the head of Aries' cabin. She's very strong and aggressive and mean. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. But I remember as soon as I saw Percy Jackson, I was like, forget the breakdown. Like, I'm going on, like, Riordan, like, wiki fandom and figuring out who the heck this girl is. So she's so this character is in the books. I know nothing about the books. They're in the books. Okay, here we go. Let's get a little lesson going. Yes, Clarice is a part of the books. The series itself is the most, in my own personal opinion, um, the most accurate adaptation of Percy Jackson that we have to date. Mm. Um, yeah, so a little breakdown on Clarice. She is the head of Aries Cabin, head honcho of Aries Cabin. She is, again, daughter of Ares, god of war she is very very strong and does not let anybody get in the way of what she wants she prefers to be feared and respected rather than loved and respected mm -hmm. uh 
And when Percy gets to camp, my internal monologue of it was kind of like, okay, who is this scrawny kid coming <laughs> in here thinking that he can take all my street cred that I worked so hard for? I'm going to show him a little lesson. And then I kind of rough him up a little bit. That's awesome. You know, I'll, I'll, there's there's something that I've written down. I want to jump into in a few minutes. But uh, so while you're preparing for this uh, for this role and everything, uh, and reading the books, did you get an input on like how you wanted to play this character? Were you able to change anything about this character? I wanted to stay as true to what I read as possible, but I also too wanted it to be real. Yeah. So if it was something that was true to the book, but something that would look phony coming out of me I veered the opposite direction um yeah my main thing was just really really diving deep into her story not just in the book but like I went searching for like that deep cut like fandom type stuff about Clarice and um once I had all the information I needed I do this for the majority of like the characters that I play I know Sydney Sweeney does something really similar but I will take all the information I can and write like a little biography backstory um, to my character so that when I get on set, I can just turn on autopilot and go. Mm. Yeah. So, so what do you think was like the biggest challenge with this character? The biggest challenge with Clarice, I think, was making sure that she was real, like that she wasn't annoyingly mean, just obnoxious. My biggest thing with her was uh, I wanted you to be able to see that, she, of course, she was definitely, what's it called? A total brat, mm -hmm. but that she had something like deeper that she was doing it for. There was a bigger reason in there where you just can't, you can't see it. So the first two episodes drop, we see you, uh, there's an awesome fighting scene. How much can you tell us about that? That was my favorite thing to shoot. Yeah, the capture the flag scene. Ooh, yeah. that was that was amazing. We were in they as soon as I found out, um, as soon as they got me out to uh, Vancouver, they put me in stunt training, and we had been choreographing that scene for weeks. But it was the most fun experience of my life. It was amazing. Walker killed it. Actually, <laughs> when we were on set. Um, the beginning of the capture of the flag scene it was actually kind of shot on something similar to that of like a boulder that was stuck in the side of like a like big like hill yeah. and so it was just this giant rock and uh they had people like at the end like at like there's like a little like it was two levels it was like the rock and then there was like a little like ledge situation and then just you fall and so they had a bunch of people with like ropes waiting on this little ledge situation behind where we were shooting just in case somebody fell. And I definitely almost slipped like twice. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, like even with, uh, you know, your fight scene with Walker and everything, how do, how would you like describe now the chemistry between you two with the, with the characters? Character wise, me and Walker still have a long way to go. Real life wise, I love that kid. That's little brother right there. He did a good I, job. He did a good job. Ah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, I I adore Walker. He is such a talented guy. He's a good guy too. Just like mm -hmm. he was raised right. He's so funny. Yeah, that's little brother till the day I die. Right there. 
The question I was going with this is like, are we planning to see more of you throughout the season? Throughout this season, my biggest chunk, I would say, is capture the flag. But we do kind of get a little, a little more Clarice Razzle Dazzle toward the very end. Now, if we get a season two, that's an entire other story. If we see a season two, what are you hoping for? You see more with your character. If we get a season two, book wise, uh, all the OGs know, all the book fans know. I end up going on a quest and captaining a ship full of undead U.S. like army men. How yeah. about a spinoff? Maybe we'll see a spinoff. Listen, there is never a know. There's some sections in this book where Clarice is kind of just mentioned, like, "Oh yeah, she's over here doing this." That's total grounds for a spinoff. So let's see, let's see. What about if we see season two? Is there somebody in the cast that you kind of hope you get to work with, to have seeds with that you can in season one? In season two, I mean, this isn't really pertaining to any season in particular, but I yeah. wish I was able to work more with uh, Charlie and Leah. Mm -hmm. Charlie and Leah are such talented actors. Season two, for sure. Season two, that this applies for season two. I'm really, really excited. I hopefully get more scenes with Leah. Uh, just in general, I hope I get more scenes with Charlie. He's such a talented actor and he's such a great guy. Um, yeah, I'd love to be able to cross pads on set with them more right even like this morning uh I, as soon as the episodes dropped last night i watched the episodes and i waited till this morning to read reviews and the reviews have been going crazy rotten tomato has what i write i wrote i wrote it here rotten tomato scored it at 96 percent certified fresh rotten tomato right. and, and and then i then i was reading how like the creators have already started penning out apparently season two and more they already yeah. have ideas they were getting geared up for season. Mm. They wanted to. They wanted to be prepared for yeah. season two, while season one was going on. I know that. Mm. Awesome. Yeah, while we were in the making of season one, they were trying to like. They were like, just in case, let's just be ready. Right, right. So, and you, you keep mentioning fandom and everything. You know, you know, people are going to tune in to watch this. So like, what are you hoping they remember mostly about your performance? What are you hoping they remember? The scream. Definitely the scream. I think that was like my biggest like ah moment of this season. And it's also too like that's uh scream. That little section is where, in my own opinion, you get to see that Clarice isn't just this mean girl. Like she has like like she's right. human. So hopefully the scream sticks with them. Amazing, amazing. So now what's next for you? Are you allowed to have any other projects you got coming up or anything or tease? I'm a, big, I'm a big, big believer in Evil Eye. So I don't like to say too much before things are out and ready. Mm -hmm. But what I will say is an EP is definitely in the future, like arena. Music is coming out very, very soon, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. Dior, Lastly, now, how can the viewers and listeners uh, find you on social media, keep up with you, and hopefully more news on Percy and everything else? Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, social media, that is going to be dior.n.goodjohn on all social media platforms. That's me. Amazing. Dior, I want to thank you for giving me a few minutes today, and uh, let's get you back on with any other projects you got going on. Awesome. For sure, I'll see you soon. 
That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast and our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Time, time, time.